This NHC GOP podcast is sponsored by Wendell August Forge, crafted by American artisans in America for nearly a century. Wendell August gifts are unique symbols of the stories, traditions, and milestones that bind us together. Christmas is coming up, so this is a perfect time to get holiday ornaments. Right now, buy three ornaments and get the fourth free. Use the code STOCKUP when you check out. Find out more about Wendell August Forge at wendellaugust.com. Forged with care, given with love, Wendell August Forge. Good evening and welcome to the NHC GOP podcast. I'm Rule Sample. Happy and honored to be joined by Pete Wildebore, candidate for school board and incumbent for school board. Pete, good evening. How are you doing? Rule, it's good to see you as always. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. You have been out working the polls and talking to parents, not just now during the campaign, but you've been talking to parents for these last few years that you've been on the board. What's the number one thing that you're hearing from parents right now? Parents want a good education for their students. That's the bottom line. I've I've talked to just a variety of folks at the polls. Uh, before that, um, you know, I was the one that got the town halls going where mm-hmm. we could actually have dialogue with our parents and our stakeholders. Uh, and everybody wants their children, number one, to be safe, without a doubt. Want them to be safe, but also want them to get a high-quality education. So, uh, And that's what I'm pushing for. We need to have that high-quality education but we need to keep our students safe, for sure. We talk about school safety a lot. And mm-hmm. we see the folks on the left who want to pull out SROs and they want to minimize police at schools. What is your plan for school safety? Well, I think I think we need to have everyone involved. I mean, SROs are super important. Uh, my daughter is a, uh, a sheriff's deputy. My future son-in-law is a sheriff's deputy. I've worked with some excellent, excellent uh, SROs in my days as principal, assistant principal, uh, folks that are that are uh, you know forward thinking, uh, are, are ahead of problems, uh, and that's what we need. We need uh, SROs that want to be there, want to work with the students, uh, want to try to stop problems before they start. And a good SRO can do that; can work well with the administration and help everyone. So I think it's vital. I think SROs are vital uh, to keep number one the outside. Um, uh, attacks from happening, but also to stop and minimize a lot of the problems that happen inside the schools. And we, we people think about SROs as these big hulking military style walking around in uniforms and, you know, and they, they're really there to provide safety, but they're also there to provide a, a role model and uh, another positive experience for the students. Absolutely. Uh, like I say, uh, the one that, that comes to mind is the one that I worked with in, in Brunswick County. Uh, she was just phenomenal. It was a female, just a phenomenal SRO. She would actually come to me as an assistant principal and say, hey, I think we have a problem starting here. Would you come with me? We'll go sit down with these students and we'll stop a problem before it starts. And I mean, that's that's just so, so strong and so, so important to be able to do that. So uh, obviously we have to protect our, our schools from outside attacks. But, uh, you know, a lot of times these SROs are just, you know, spot on on these important topics and stop problems before they, they start. So uh, minimizing bullying, minimizing some of the other uh, negative things that happen. So it, it's hugely important. And again, you know, I, I personally back the blue 100 percent. I think that, uh, you know, we need to have strong, smart, uh, hardworking SROs and deputies uh, alike that will support our, our, our schools. Uh, and I think that for the most part, it's like teachers, 
I think for the most part, um, they, that their heart's in the right place. They want to do the right thing. And uh, we just need to support them and continue to, to have those, those quality people in schools. School safety gets in the way of a quality education. What are the other things that get in the way of our kids learning the things <laughs> that need that they need to go forward? Well, I, I've told this story too many times probably, but um, one of the things is we have so many other things that are, are coming in. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a person that really pushes uh, the basics, math, language arts, reading, social studies, science. That's what we need to be teaching. Um, support the other students, support our students in other ways as they need. But as I've mentioned more than once, I was at a, a school that uh, has an F rating this year, uh, did not make growth. So it was going actually in the wrong direction. And uh, the superintendent was with me as well as the ex- instructional staff. Uh, we were walking through and they had, a, you know, they had a ball and they were tossing it around and just saying, how do you feel today? Fifth grade class uh, in a felony school. How do you feel today? How do you feel today? How do you feel today? Uh, the, the, the vast majority of the students, you know, had their hands like this and just were bored out of their board. Um, wow. You know, and it, we need we need to be teaching math there. Or we or in this, this class, it was a, a reading class. We need to be teaching reading, catching those students up for the educational loss they had during the pandemic. Um, and I'm not saying there wasn't a student or two that, you know, profited from that. But, you know, that's that's where a good counselor can pull a group together and work with those students and support them as they need. Um, it goes back to one thing that I, I, I did as a principal. You have to know your students. You have to know where your students are academically and in other ways. Um, as a principal, I was the guy that was outside in the snow, in the rain. We don't have much snow down here, but in the rain, <laughs> in the cold opening doors saying, you know, welcoming students into the school. And even there, if you see a child coming in with tears in his or her eyes, you know, there's a problem and you can go ahead and intervene at that point. Or if somebody comes in all mad, you know that we're going to have a a tough day with that child. And again, you can intervene. And that's uh, good teachers do that. They know their students. That's the one, you know, the, the good teachers, the ones that typically are at the door, welcoming students in. How are you doing? How was your day so far? How are things going? Um, and, and able to intervene or call that counselor in or call the assistant principal in as needed. Um, we don't need to, to, to waste, uh, spend 45, I'll say waste, waste 45 minutes tossing the ball around and just asking everybody how you feel. You know, I was, I, I, I've said this before. I, I don't remember at all. I went to public schools. I don't remember any teacher as a as a matter of course, asking me how I felt that particular day. Right, right. Uh, and and in certain classes in kindergarten, first grade, having a morning meeting, absolutely perfect, sure. very good. But you know, you, fifth grade, seventh grade, yeah, you know, you know, it's still nice to to you tend to take ten minutes, ten minutes at the beginning of the day. Hey, how's things going? Maybe a little talk, get things going, you know, and then get into your lesson. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes max, forty five minutes every day. I mean, no, that's I mean, a lot of time. That's yes. a lot of time. Now you, you brought up teachers, and and let's face it, teachers are important. They're the they're the linchpin to all this. How can you, at the school board level, ensure that our kids are getting good teachers with good backgrounds for a good education? That's a great question, and I'll be honest. As a, as a former principal, it goes to the principal. We need to support our principals. We need to ask our principals to go in and do walkthroughs. Uh, we need to have that data back and forth. The superintendent needs to hold them accountable. We need to hold the superintendent accountable. I mean, that's the thing. I, I still, to this day, love going to schools. I was at a school today 
uh, because there was a concern in the school. I went in there to see what was going on um, and just, you know, to, to support the school. Um, so I think it's very, very important that our uh, instructional leaders, our principals are on top of this uh, and able to go into school, into the classrooms. Um, as a principal, I used to be able to, if a parent came in and had a concern about something, it's a lot easier for me to say, I was in that classroom today or I was in that mm -hmm. classroom this week and, and saw some great education going on in that class. What's your concern? Let's talk about it. Instead of saying, well, yeah, I guess I'll have to go talk to that teacher because I haven't been in there for two or three weeks. You know, so, um, you know, that, that to me, that's a big part of being a principal is knowing your staff, knowing what's going on in the classroom. We have some excellent, excellent. And, and I know for a fact that we have some great, great principals. We have some that, you know, we that need to be to, to work. And I mean, I wasn't definitely a, a perfect principal by any stretch or imagination. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I continue to make myself better, go to go to trainings and stuff. But likewise, we have some great, great folks that we have here. Um, we actually have one principal that I know of that was uh, was was my assistant superintendent. So she was she was up to that level. And, you know, she brings all that wealth of knowledge down into that principalship where she can share that with everybody. So it's you know, we have some we have excellent, excellent staff. We just need to support them and give them the chance to do. And and and, and I will say and hold them accountable. Yeah, that's a great perspective because we've talked about teachers a lot and we've talked about other things, but principals are really the, the, they're the captains of each ship, aren't they? Uh, if, we, if, if we look at each school as an independent unit, it's the principals that have to guide everything. Absolutely. You know, and as a principal, I remember superintendent saying to me, you know, bottom line is it doesn't matter what the teacher did, what well, does of course matter, but they would say it doesn't matter what the teacher did or the assistant principal did. The buck stops with you, Pete. The buck yeah. stops with you, and I still feel that way on the board. Um, the buck stops with me. You know, everyone. There's seven of us. We all have equal power, but it does. It stops with us. And our job is to make New Hanover County Schools the very best. That's why that goes back to my why. Why? Why do I do this? Why? You know, I've had more than one person say, Pete, you go, you got horses. Why don't you go play with your horses and your and your cows and and just enjoy life? And it's that's my why. It's because I want to make New Hanover County Schools the best school system in the county, excuse me, in the state. And not to say we're the best, but it's all about educating our students. And each and every one of those students, I saw a great young man today at one of the elementary schools, and he just came up and gave me this big smile and hugged on my leg and said, <laughs> oh, you're the best. And, you know, and that's, that's what it's all about is, is those kindergartens and those, those 12th graders and those early college students. Every single one of them is hugely, hugely important to me. Um, you mentioned the polls before. I have spent a lot of time so far, and I'm going to continue to spend a lot of time at the polls. And I've actually had folks from the left. I've had Democrats come up and say, you know, Mr. Wildeboer, we respect what you've done because you obviously care about students you know, as number one, students and the, the faculties of the schools. And that's what it all goes back to is doing the very best job I can do, the superintendent can do, the, the principals can do, the teachers can do for those students each and every day. What else is on your mind? We've talked about, we've talked about quality in education and empowering principals. We've talked about parents before, but uh, what are the, what are the other things that you are working on as you get back on that board? What are you focusing on? Well, one big thing is as a board, we need to be a cohesive team. We need to, not that we're going to agree on everything by any imagination, but we still need to be able to work, and we need to be a role model for other boards, 
uh, you know, the, the school level boards uh, and, and work in a cohesive way. Uh, like I say, even if if I lose four to three in a vote, but still not rolling eyes at each other or talking over each other or being disrespectful to each other or calling out, you know, so, um, you know, I got the Roberts rules of order. And I know some people are like, well, why don't we just wait until the new board starts? Very simply, because we need to lay a, a foundation now to, to get ready for that new board so that yeah. they can see and, and build on what we do. Um, I think it's I think it's paramount. Um, we've we've wasted way too much time. We have meetings that go until 1130 or 12 o'clock at night. When I was when I originally got on the board, we had one meeting a month. Some of those were long, but one meeting a month. Then we divided into two to try to bring the meetings down. But, you know, when we have some people that just talk and talk and talk, we have others that talk over each other or are rude to each other. Um, you know, we need we need Robert's Rules of Order uh, followed very uh, closely so that we can get uh, order back to our meetings and we can get the business of what I said before, getting the best education for our students each and every day uh, done. And that's you know, what and, we and, and it's not just because you're in education, everything that you do is an education opportunity. And so it's not just a way to get things done, but it's a way of demonstrating how you can get things done and, and talk with each other. Uh, well, Pete, you've been, you, you, you've been on the campaign for a while now, and you and I have talked before on this, on this broadcast. If people hear nothing else from you, what do you want them to know about you that will convince them to put that little check in the box when they go into the polls? Well, Pete Wildebor serves two things. Number one, he serves God. And number two, I serve the students of New Hanover County Schools. And it's all about educating our students. So that's where I start my day. That's where I end my day. I'm a family man. I have uh, three wonderful children that went through and benefited from New Hanover County Schools. I myself was an educator in New Hanover County Schools as well as my wife uh, was. We both have retired at this point. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to do everything, everything I can to help our students. Um, and that's what it's all about. Uh, pay raises. We, we, we need, you know, there, especially as, as you know, I voted for uh, teacher assistants and bus drivers and our maintenance uh, folks, um, our cafeteria workers, all to, I mean, $15 an hour is just not enough for them mm. to do the job we need them to do. Um, and I've seen, you know, I've seen some unbelievable teacher assistants uh, go through some situations, especially with some children that, uh, you know, exceptional children at times. And, you know, they, they give their, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, their blood, sweat and tears. And um, we just need to give them a decent working uh, wage. So that's one thing we need to do that. Um, but again, at the end of the day, it's all about getting the best people around uh, our students so they can have the best education possible. We should we should be second to none. There's that there's that whole ecosystem that surrounds kids as they go to school that uh, often gets overlooked, but they need to they need to be supported. Pete Wildebor, how can they get in touch with you? You're going to be at the polls. You're 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 out there all the time mm -hmm. and talking to people. How can they also get in touch with you? Well, uh, I actually had two calls. I was a little late going to the polls this morning because I had two phone calls from folks that have gotten some negative uh, campaign ads from other people. Uh, my daughter actually got one that had a big X through my face. Um, but these people wanted to hear more from me. Uh, let me give you my cell number first. This is my own personal cell, 
620-8443. You can look at wildeboreforeducation.com is my website. And then my Facebook page is Wildebor for NHCS Board of Education. Uh, you can donate on the, the website also. And we do, you know, we're fighting that, that battle. We're right at the end here. We're at that last sprint. Uh, I was a track runner back in my day and ran the quarter mile. And we're on that last curve coming around ready for that last sprint. And uh, every bit can help um, because we do need more handouts. We need more signs. We need so many other things. So uh, any, any, and $25, $50, any, any bit can help. Uh, I also would ask for your prayers because uh, I do believe that God is on the throne and he's going to put uh, the best people in, in, in those important roles. So Amen. thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Hey, Pete, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time out. And we're going to get you across that finish line. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Rule. Thank you for your time. And again, please vote Wildeboer for NHCS Board of Education.